Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 166, and it's titled Sensual Massage Hacks for Lovers. Okay, you're definitely going to want to listen to this whole show. We're going to talk about why, if you are not already including sensual massage into your repertoire, you should be. We're going to talk about how to do it properly. And then we're also going to give some tips that are very specific to men and women because there are some differences in how you would approach a sensual massage based on who you are giving it to. So we got lots of stuff here to talk about and well it's just going to be fun because we're talking about sex and massage and fun stuff (laughs) before we get started let's give a big shout out to our sponsors power and mastery so if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed then check out power and mastery at powerandmastery.com it is the most complete sexual mastery training for men whether you want to have harder erections last longer or increase your sexual skills and that include your central massage skills, there is something for you at powerandmastery.com. Okay, so this first part is, you know, why you would want to give or receive a central massage. Now, it sounds like, you know, some of you might be listening to this thinking, uh, do we really have to go there? Like, <laughs> of course, who doesn't love getting a massage, you know? But, but the thing is, is we work with a lot of couples and... Part of that is often teaching them how to touch each other. And we are constantly amazed by the lack of knowledge in this area. So, you know, we'll say, okay, all right, now I want you to give to her or you to give to him. And we watch what they do. And it's like, you know, they're kneading dough or they're like, they're just like, it's not even like they're touching the partner that they love, that they, they just have weird stuff that they do. And it's, sometimes it's outright awkward, like just awkward. Like, okay, well, no, 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 no. Just, just, just stop everything you're doing. Let's start over, right? So there are some legit reasons for why we should talk about why you should do this and how you should do it, because it appears to us from the work that we do that this needs to be talked about. you know a lot of people think about sensual massage and it's something you do with um well maybe it's somebody you pay to give you a sensual massage or it's something you might do as you are new lovers but something it sometimes it gets forgotten as one of the great ways to connect and that says why we want to bring it back again because no matter where you are in your relationship it will help you reduce your stress and helps to relax which gets you in the mood for sex because that's one of the biggest struggles that you deal with when you're in a long-term relationship and you have life and things happen and it gets in the way and it becomes harder to get in that place for sex and as we always say you don't have to be in the mood you You create create the the mood mood. (laughs) and a sensual massage can help you get there so let's start with our that was number one. Yeah. Well, yes, you were, you were kind of going a little fast. I'm like, you're going to give the whole list away in one sentence. But we are <laughs> number, number one. two now. 
<laughs> it's a, right. Okay. So we'll skip number one, which was it's a great way to reduce stress, which helps you get into the mood. And then number two is it's great foreplay that often leads to sex. So we talk about this all the time that, you know, our date night rules are that we do something together and that at some point we should be naked. And, you know, a lot of times when one or the other of us, or sometimes both of us, are just completely exhausted, not at all in the mood for sex, a lot of times one of us will say, okay, I've got a little bit more energy than you do, so I'm just going to start by giving you a massage. Now, there's no, there's no expectation that that's going to become sex. It's just like we want to connect, so this is a great way to do it. Um, it's relatively easy, doesn't take a ton of, uh, you know, effort necessarily. But I will say that the majority of the times that we do this, unless we're really exhausted, it does eventually turn into sex. It's true. Number three is that it helps you to know your partner's body even better um, because what they tend to like during a central massage is also often what they like during sex. Um, you get to discover new places. Also, for a central massage, it tends to usually be unrushed, and we'll talk more about details, but it's something where you get a chance to explore your partner's body. I always like to say that you should imagine that you are an artist, and that that your partner's body is a blank canvas where you get to create the masterpiece and really giving it your all to create the most amazing piece of art. And if that's how you approach your partner's body, the massage will be much different than if you are trying to approach it like you have a coloring book. You know, it's just <laughs> not going to be the same. Um, I want to get into some of the great steps about how to give a central massage before we dive into the specifics of men and women, because yes, there are differences and I'm excited about sharing that, which you probably already know them, but they might be good reminders. But let's talk about a little bit of what does it take to do a central massage um, in terms of logistics, of preparation, and how you can create the best outcome possible. Yeah. So, you know, like so many things in life, it's not just about the, I got my hands on you, you, you know, <laughs> digging into your sore muscles. There, there's a whole lot more to essential massage than just that. So we're going to talk about some of those other things that maybe you hadn't thought about. So number one is to create a sacred space. You, know, you should kind of be doing this in every sexual encounter that you have. I know a couple of guys are probably like rolling their eyes like, oh, I got to create space. I don't create space. I'm not an interior fucking designer, like whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be super complicated. It could be really simple, like just turning down the lights a little bit, or maybe lighting some candles, or maybe arranging the bed in a certain way, not just ripping the covers or this or that, or throwing the pillows on the floor. Uh, it could be you know, playing some nice relaxing music. You know, every time you go get a massage somewhere, what do they do? They play relaxing music because it helps you let go and relax. And they have scented oils and they and have, they have oils. warm blankets underneath or sheets that are soft. You know, like think about the senses when you are playing with a sensual massage, right? It includes 
all senses, not just the touch. And as a little side note, your bedroom should be already more of a sacred space. There are only two things that should be happening in your bedroom, which is sleeping and lovemaking. Anything else in terms of activities should be done outside of the bedroom. That means no TV in the bedroom or computers or phones or tablet because you want to create the connection that bedroom equals making love or sleeping. And other places in the house, you can do the other stuff. Yeah, well, while we're on that topic... Your bedroom is supposed to be a place of relaxation and rest. It's a healing sanctuary. Yeah, healing sanctuary. So, you know, when you see people's bedrooms and they have bookshelves full of books and they have a computer and a desk over there, they got a TV, they got all this kind of stuff, that's not a place that is designed for rest and relaxation. Now, I understand if you live in a small place and you don't have a lot of space, you got to do what you got to do. But in those cases, see if you can find ways to put a little divider, you know? Like, I, I lived in one room for a number of years, and I had to have an office, but I had this huge walk-in closet thing that I didn't, you know, I was a guy, I didn't have that many clothes. Like, most of it was empty, so I literally put my office and my desk in there so that I could close the door and not see it when I wasn't working. Um, so just, you just have to get creative. Our step number two is you want to use oil and think about the logistics of the oil before you get started. So one little tip is to use an oil warmer. So it's going to make the oil nice and warm to the touch. You can buy electric ones. You can buy some that are just with a candle, like whatever rocks your boat. But the idea behind that is to bring the oil at a nice body temperature so that when you apply it on your partner, they don't just go like, ah, so cold. And then like it creates this massive reaction and then you're not relaxed at all. Well, especially Especially since most of the world lives in a place where it's cold half the year <laughs> and your oil is either frozen solid or it's at least very, very cold. And that's never fun. And you want to have it close by, like ready. You don't want to be starting something and then be like, oh, let me go pause and go through the, the cupboards and like trying to find something. You know, have even maybe a little washcloth ready so that you can wipe your hands or if you spill some, you know, like just think ahead a little bit. You know, this brings me to one that is not on the list here. Speaking of cold, hard oil, <laughs> which is keep the room warm. That's one we didn't put on the list originally, but, you know, nobody wants to be laying there exposed and naked and shivering. That's a good addition. I'd say I put it into the creating the sacred space. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, of course, duh, but I'm glad you brought it up because you're correct. A lot of people don't think about that. And it is the secret. If you want your lover to get more naked, you got to make it super comfortable. There is actually a connection. If you are too uh, tight from being cold, your nervous system can't relax. And that makes it much harder to have orgasms and <laughs> to feel the sensation. Control your ejaculation mm -hmm. if you're a man. So, yeah, temperature. All right, step number three, use slow controlled pressure. By slow controlled pressure, in 
That's a little bit what Kevin was bringing, uh, was talking about when he was saying when we witness people give massages to each other and we kind of cringe because it just is not the way you would do it. So slow means that you slow it down way more than what you think. Then when I say slow, sometimes when I work with people and I tell them slow and they still go fast and I say slow it down and they still go too fast <laughs> and I have to tell them I three times to get there. So pay attention and try to call coordinate if you start to coordinate your breathing with the hands you can't go as fast unless you're a really fast breather which you shouldn't be but that's the topic for an entire other episode uh, but co combine your breath with the touch and controlled pressure meaning that you put some good pressure it's not a tickling contest but you adjust the pressure to depending on the body part and on who you're working on because obviously when you're working on somebody who is a little bit thicker or a man they tend to like deeper pressure a woman who might be a little bit thinner might like less pressure again i'm making generalizations some people all over the spectrum will like different types of touch and it's also about not trying to finish fast. Like the whole mistake that I see some people, that they think that the central massage is a mean to an end. So they're trying to get this really quick because they want to get to the fun part because meaning the central massage is not fun. All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Shoulders done. All right, let's move on next. Where are we going after that? Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about here. No. And and that slow controlled breathe, um, uh, pressure also will allow the receiver to relax deeper. Absolutely. All right, number 4, be present and breathe. Okay, so here's another thing that we see when we're teaching this to clients, which is that it's almost like they're just going through the paces, right? You know, they're just like they do in so much of their life, right? Which is mm -hmm. just going through the paces without really paying a whole lot of attention to what's happening or what they're actually doing. So this is a place where you really want to be present and you really want to be paying attention to everything you're doing. Every stroke you're doing, every time you, you know, use that thumb in that sore spot, you want to be paying attention. Oh, did she react? Did he react? What was the reaction? Did they like it? Did they not like it? Just being present with everything that's happening and every move that you make is very deliberate and thought about. I want to go here next. I want to do this. I want to try this move. I want to see how she likes that. Not just kind of going through the paces of step one, step two, step three. When can we get this over with so I can just stick my cock in, right? Like, no, that's not the way you do Plus it. there's something when you are really immersed into what you're doing, time flies and there's a communication beyond words that is happening where the body responds to the touch, you respond to the body responding to you, you give even better touch. There's something magical that happens when you can step there, but it doesn't happen if you're thinking about your to-do list, your laundry, or uh, what you're going to feed the kids later. It just won't work. And that, that practice of being present or mindfulness, whatever you want to call it, is all 
all the rage lately. Like people are teaching left and right how to do that because it is that important. And to be honest, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So mindfulness and presence is a habit you develop for every areas of your life, which in turn will translate into the bedroom. Whether you start in the bedroom or outside of the bedroom, doesn't matter. The idea is to cultivate that habit of being able to be more present in the moment so that the quality of the interaction is increased. Yeah, well, you know, we also had uh, breath on there. And the reason is because focusing on your breathing is a great way to help you be more present and do all those things that we just talked about. Step number five, include the genitals without focusing on giving an orgasm. And we'll come back to the genitals and how to do that for her and how to do that for him. For now, the idea too is we are talking about a sensual massage, which will include the genitals at some point. And the idea is not so much that you you have just the genitals and that they have you go somewhere. It's that you celebrate the genitals rather than having this massage where when you go to a regular massage therapist, they have what I call the donut, where there's this big giant hole in your body that they don't, this gaping hole that doesn't exist, they don't touch, right? Your glutes don't exist, your genitals don't exist, uh, you know, any of the connections between the two, which is, I mean, I understand why they have to do that in most cases. Uh, but at the same time, you have to realize that our bodies are not separated into specific zones. Everything is connected. Your low back is connected to your glutes, which is connected to your hamstrings. And, you know, if you're trying to do the hamstrings and trying to do the low back, but you're completely skipping the glutes that tie the two of them together, are you really going to do a good job at releasing the tension in the lower back? Because the glutes are still tight as can be and pulling on that lower back, right? And that's just one example. Probably not. But also the idea is that when you include the genitals, but you don't make it about the orgasms, you make it about the sensations. See, essential massage is about awakening a body, awakening the person's energy so that they tingle from head to toe with this life force energy and that they just feel so alive and turned on and electrified. Yeah. That's what a sensual can, massage is designed for. Can I have one now? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded amazing. Right. And also, just to be clear, sensual massage, while it's amazing when you get a full body massage uh, everywhere, it doesn't have to be like, you know, time wise, it might be very long to be like, I don't have two hours to give my lovers like a full body massage. But maybe we can pick like one area, the back and the genitals or something like this. So remember that you don't always have to include the entire higher body but you definitely want to bring the sensuality to it yeah and if you don't have time to do the whole thing and do two hours of massage try to carve out some time in your schedule occasionally at least for that okay uh step number six step number six use thumbs palms elbows full body to vary the contact so you know, a lot of the things that people say, like the feedback is like, oh man, this is so much work. Like, oh, my hands are tired. Oh, my, I can't feel my thumbs anymore, right? Like really, how long do I have to do this? But the thing is, you don't have to just use your hands. It's not all about grip strength. There's lots of different parts of your body that you can use. So, you know, of course, to, to deliver hard pressure, you can use the palms of your hands, you can use your elbows, 
Um, you know, there's lots of things like that, but you can also kind of vary it up and use other parts of your body to create sensation. Like if you're a woman, use your breasts to gently rub up against him. And you can vary between hard pressure with your hands or elbows and soft pressure using your breasts or another part of your body. And hence why you use the oil, because when you do that, you want to have good oil so that it slides. You want to slide. Mm. <laughs> Number seven, send love and healing through your hands. They're not just those <laughs> appendixes, attachments there. They can become an extension of your heart, just like your penis can or your pussy. Um, again, it's a subject for another time. But the idea behind that is when you touch the person, imagine that the middle of your, of your palm has like an eye to see, or it could be like your heartbeat is in there, like whatever visualization you want to do, but that you can feel not just through your fingertips, but with your hands. And as you are touching, you are transmitting the power of your love and even desire through your hands. Yeah, if you've never played with this before, you really should because, well, it's real. In other words, if you're really focusing on the energy that's being transmitted through the touch, you can feel different things. And I've done this experiment with people too where you say, okay, I'm going to do something and I'm going to put a particular like energy intention into it and then tell me wh what you think it was. And usually you can say ahead like it's going to be like nurturing, sensual and uh, relaxing. Yeah. I don't know. Like you can choose three different things, you know, you, to narrow it down. Yeah, and you can tell them beforehand so they have words to use mm -hmm. to describe it or a lot of times they'll say, I don't, like, I don't know, it felt, it felt a little like angry, you know, and you're like... That's exactly what I was doing. You know, I was like putting like I'm mad at you and I'm doing this to hurt you kind of energy, even though you're not physically hurting them. Um, or it could be, you know, absolute just love and adoration, you know, and like, oh, I just felt so loved and supported and it was so beautiful because that's the energy. So it's a fun little game. If you haven't done it before, I highly suggest that you try that. It's not really the focus of this particular practice that we're teaching you, but it's another fun little bonus one that you can add in there. And last but not least, when you give a, a central massage, it's important that you make it about your partner and not about you. And this is huge. Uh, there's the whole idea. Of, this, is, this is hard for a lot of guys. <laughs> this is about giving without having expectations or an agenda that it has to lead somewhere. But it's also about giving to Okay, this is a fine line because I know a lot of guys like, I give to pleasure her. But when doing so, your intention is for her to have an orgasm and for her to scream your name. When you do that, you're giving with an agenda. You are giving with an intention because you want a certain outcome to happen through what you're doing. Or you're touching him with the intention of making him come. And that's also an agenda or having him to respond a certain way. Another one that we see a lot too is, you know, guys will say, I'm such a giver. I'm always giving. It's, I, I'm just, I'm all about giving to the feminine, but they're not really giving. What they're actually doing is taking energy because as they touch, they're actually feeling the energy and getting turned on. And it's all about what they feel through touching. Yet they think that it's about them giving to the other person. It is a tricky oh, line. It is unravel. a fine line. We do have to unravel that. We have that. to unravel that one a lot. But the thing is, 
you have to find that place where as you are creating, you know, you have to give touch that feels pleasurable to you and enjoyable as you're working on your partner. But you've got to pay attention to the clues of your partner and respond to what they're doing in response to what you're doing on them. So it's a really fine, delicate balance of being connected. As long as you're connected to your heart and the intention is to provide something that feels good, even if the touch in itself is not great in that moment and they tell you, just shift things around. That's all that matters. It's again having that intention of I'm going to do my best and be here with my heart and not just with what's between my legs. Exactly. So before we get into uh, the specific techniques for her and for him, we're going to talk about our sponsor, which is us. And I will let Celine read the ad. So today's sponsor is actually for all the ladies listening. If you want to learn more about how to give the perfect sensual massage, you need to go check out my online course, Touch of Love. It will teach you how to rekindle the flame and the passion in your relationship, how to touch him in a way that no other woman has ever touched him. It will teach you to give him the most amazing, mind-blowing genital massage. We're going to go in so much more details than what we just covered through. If you want to learn more about the touch of love, go to celineremy.com forward slash touch, and you will be forwarded to the page to learn more about this course, celineremy.com forward slash touch, or follow the link in the description below. Yeah, and now... You know, in this episode, we're talking about, you know, a man giving to a woman and a woman giving to a man. The touch of love is very specifically geared towards women giving to men. But in our sexual mastery course, even though it's not specifically about giving a sensual massage, we do have techniques and practices in there on how to touch a woman properly. And maybe, maybe one of these days we'll create a touch of love for men to give to women or something like that. I don't know. We, we'll have to think about that one. There is but. a whole module in sexual mastery dedicated to it. So that's what you've got. Yeah. And that's worth learning because everybody who goes through learns something new. All right. Let's talk about refining your technique for her. So if you are a man who is working on a woman, or if you could be a woman working on a woman, but it doesn't matter. If you're working that's on a woman... <laughs> Let's let's get Sorry, started. Couldn't, couldn't resist. Okay. Let's get started with the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about the bull's eye. The bull's eye means that there's something in the middle and then there's the outside. So as a man, usually you are single focus. You go towards the bull's eyes and you're like, I reached the middle. I reached this. This is amazing. When you're working on the woman, the bull's eyes happens to be her genitals, that middle part. Do not, and I repeat, do not start with her genitals. You must start from the circumference, from the outside towards the genitals. Yeah, this is a huge one for men to understand because as you'll find out when we get to the men's list, it's quite the opposite if you're working on a man. So because we as men tend to like to receive it differently, we tend to give the way that we would like to receive. And that just does not work in this case. So you definitely do not want to just go straight to her genitals. You've got to warm her up. Start anywhere else. <laughs> and the other part too that I like to mention is work, to, work towards her genitals 
without touching them. So rather than going, uh, let's say, from the thighs down to the feet, you could go from the feet up towards her pussy or like towards the crouch area, but you don't touch anything. And so that you start to gather energy. You have to think of the woman as this slow water that takes a little time to boil. And as the masculine, you tend to be more like a fire that sparks really fast, but doesn't always last a distance. So the man has to learn from the woman to pace itself and himself so that he can be like boiling for longer while the woman learns from the man to get the sparks going a little bit faster. Right. So number one was do not start with her genitals. Number two was start with other parts of her body like her shoulders, feet, back. And Celine's advice of starting further away and working your way closer towards the genitals. And I want to make one more point about this. You know, we sit here, don't start with her genitals, but also don't start with her breasts either, right? So don't start with the, the two places spot. you want to go to the most. <laughs> <laughs> start somewhere else and work your way. Same advice applies to the breasts. Then you want to focus on relieving her stress and getting her to drop into her body and out of her mind. Because for a woman, we tend to have this diffuse awareness. We think about multiple things at once and it's hard to get out of our head. And feeling the body and the sensation is one way to help us there. So if you're noticing that she's not really present when you're touching or she's still not relaxing, ask her to feel your hand, to feel the heat, ask her to breathe and when you're touching her and just take a few deep breaths together, like see that as you're doing this, you're helping to melt the tension away because you can't really get to an orgasm if you're really tensed up. Like it just doesn't work that you can get to those heightened state of pleasure. Yeah, this is the biggest thing for women. I, you know, my personal experience as well as, you know, working with other people. But the biggest thing is getting a woman out of her head and getting her into her body. She's just, you know, for whatever reason, she's thinking about, you know, all the things she had to do for the kids and all the things she's got to do tomorrow. And then all, you know, there's just so much going on there that really the first step of any real successful lovemaking experience is to get her to relax enough to get out of her head and be able to focus on the sensations she's feeling in her body. And even if she's like, oh, it's okay, we can just keep moving, you know. Trust me, it will make a huge difference. And just you'll watch, you'll see once she finally starts to let go. And it could be a little while, but there will be a difference there. Mm -hmm. Then you want to be going to massage her breasts to open her heart. It will help to open her pussy as well because there is a connection. So you've started further from the body, worked on her feet, work on her neck or shoulders. I mean, everyone loves these areas. It holds so much tension. And then make your way towards her breast. Don't need dough. Like you're not making bread like, like this, like circle around the breast. I mean, we could do an entire show on how to really massage a woman's breast. Uh, because how, how many times have we seen some, some guy, okay, so now it's your turn. I want you to gently massage massage her breasts go and you to see the him go and pinch the nipples <coughs> or squeeze <coughs> these and I'm like ah oh, please like separate like don't even touch oh. the nipple for a while like there's a whole like breasts in itself there's the side of her body when you're massaging her back you could go slide uh, to the side like this and just do the side of her breasts her breasts are not one of those grip strength balls no, you're, you're not. not supposed to be on them right like <laughs> 
Gently, gently. Circles work well. Circles around the areola. You don't have uh, pinching the nipples. It's not really our most favorite. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is another, this is. I think guys get this from porn movies. Yeah. The whole like you know, either pinching or pulling hard on the nipples. All right, guys. First of all, there's only certain times during her cycle where she will like that. There are times and where... And if she does, because not every woman does. That's true. Not every woman does. And even if she does, it's only going to be during a certain time in her cycle when she's really in the mood for that. And not only that, even if she's in that time of her cycle, it's probably not going to be until she's good and warmed up. <laughs> so basically just don't do it unless she's like, grab my nipples, which <laughs> she might say every once in a while. Some women say thanks. Yeah. Some women it works, you know, and it can happen. All right, our next step is to take your time and don't rush to her genitals. But once you're there, take your time. Like, it's not about going inside. Work on the outside. Work around on the, on the mom's pubis, on this, the inner thighs, on the labia. Yeah, getting to the genitals doesn't mean penetration. No. <laughs> so guys get down there and they struggle and they're like, boom, I'm right in there. You know, like, Argh! it's like, oh, God. Just, just, there's so much more. <laughs> you want to see a, a difference in the coloration of her labia, in the engorgement. You want to get her to a place where her labias and her pussy is like throbbing before you ever go inside. Yeah, you know, we did a whole show on uh, the clitoris and the female anatomy, and we showed our little 3D model. If you want to know why you shouldn't just go straight for the penetration and why you should work on the outer areas and what specific areas, go back and watch that. Because when you understand the anatomy, you go, oh, okay, I get it. I understand why I should be doing that. And last but not least, don't be afraid to ask her what she likes or wants in that moment. Yeah, there's again a fine line between uh, being a guy who is overly asking because that's a massive turn off. Is that okay? Can I touch you? Can I do this? How about that? No, that's not going to work. But things like, oh, how's this pressure? Do you want more? How can I, what can I do that would bring you even more pleasure? You see, that is much more exciting. And of course, you don't want to ask this every two seconds either, but that's where it goes. You're still taking charge, but you are listening and paying attention. Absolutely. So, okay, so that's everything that we had on our list for things that are more specific to women. So now we're going to switch and talk about things that are more specific to men. We have a very short list. Go straight for his genitals. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, that's all we have. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, but not quite. So before you go like, that's not true. I don't want her to start with my genitals. I love when she touches me other places. We start with start with the genitals or get to it early. And the reason why is that most men, basically, if you start touching them, all that happens in their mind is, when is she going to touch me down there? When is she going to get to my car? When is she going to touch 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 my car? Oh, that was close, but damn it, she didn't quite do it. If you get there, just hold it for a minute and be like, here I am, here's my hand, and we're making contact, and he can go like, 
Ah, okay. She's going to give my cock attention. Now I can relax. Especially if this is a new relationship and you haven't really gone there <laughs> yet. You're like, is she going to touch my cock? Oh, she came so... I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, so you could just touch it at right from the beginning to let him know that, yes, you, you are okay with doing that, but you'll be back again in a little bit. You know, it's, I'm really laughing because I'm thinking if you're in a new relationship and he's starting to touch you and you're the, the woman and what you're thinking as a woman, like... Don't go there too soon. Take your time. Tease me a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, rip my, my panties, but don't touch me just... But no, not just yet, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Again, remember what Kevin was saying earlier about don't touch the way you want to be touched. This is where us men and women, it makes a difference between us women, we would like to be teased and the energy brought... Um, towards our genitals and while you still like to be teased as a man you like to be able to know that we go to the bull's eyes aka your cock right away and then we can start teasing you from that place and this is kind of leading us to our step number two which is to spread the energy towards the other body part so one of the things too that i think are is essential in the central massage is the idea that to help a man to start to feel more and feel beyond his penis and so when you give his penis attention, and basically I'm going to do like two and three together, that's where they'll go together, because it's about keeping a hand on his cock as much as you can while you work on other body parts. So you mean that if you're working on his back and he's laying on his belly, you can always grab his testicles or like kind of even reach underneath and hold his, his penis. I know Kevin's like, hmm, thinking about the memory. Don't think too hard, Kevin. <laughs> and if you have a hand... <laughs> You need a little readjustment here? Oops. <laughs> okay, Sorry back about to that. that. One, hand, one hand on the cock and the other hand can be massaging the back. If the man is on his back, you can have one hand on his cock and massage his thighs, his belly, like other parts. So you're starting to teach him to connect and to use that sexual energy and the sensations in his genitals to awaken the other parts of the body. Because remember, one of the reasons you want to do a sensual massage is to feel turned on from the inside out and, and alive with every inch of your body. Woo! <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. What's next on the list? Number four. Work on areas of tension. Yeah, we do like that. You know, as guys, we, we need to relax too. It's really helpful. Um, you know, especially if we know that we're probably going to be on top and like, in this position, using our muscles the entire time. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, and also, tension equals ejaculation. So if you want him to last, to be able to go the distance, you want to remove some of the chronic tension so that he's not just bringing himself over the edge because there's so much tension in the body. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number five, help him connect with his heart. You know... This is actually, this is a big one, um, and I, I actually wanted to add something on number two, too, but we'll see if we get back to that or not, because they're, they're somewhat related, but help him connect with his heart, which is, you know, a lot of guys are like, oh, I'm, I'm totally connected with my heart, like, I, I 100%, I live from the heart. <laughs> Bullshit. So, I mean, some men do. Some men spend too much time in their heart, and then they're just these big softies all the time that are really unattractive to women. But the thing is, is that a lot of times, again, when we watch, you know, a male client, uh, 
or, you know, even a woman client giving to a male client, you, you can feel that the heart just isn't there. And that makes a huge, huge difference. You could do the simplest technique. Like it's, it's it, I don't know, just like the simplest little massage thing. But if your heart is really in it, that's amazing. And so, so the, the trick with if you're a woman giving a massage to a man is one, to be in your heart while you're doing it. But two, to try to help him connect with his heart, help him open up through that massage. Because if he's able to do that, you're going to have a way better lovemaking afterwards. Well, and that's always one of the things that a lot of women crave is the intimacy. And there's that joke that um, to get a man, like basically to have sex with a woman, you have to tell her you love her and then she opens her legs. And then for a man to, uh, to tell you he loves you, you have to go to his sex and then he'll say he loves you, right? You have to give him sex. Yeah. It's kind of the idea behind that. But, well, you know, it's a generality. It doesn't always work and blah, blah, blah. There is some truth about the fact that I think it's easier for us women to experience multiple waves of pleasure, to not always have an orgasm, to be more connected to our heart, because that's how the energy flows more naturally for us. And so we can teach our men to get there because... It's something that's beneficial for them when they can access those deeper places of vulnerability and intimacy with you. And the way through a man's heart is through his penis. It really is. Yeah, so now, now I'm going to just very quickly bring in that little part where I talked it was kind of similar to number two. So number two was spread the energy towards other body parts. And, and number five is help him connect with his heart. And you know, if we, if we kind of go into the more esoteric realms of things like chakras, right, energy centers through your body, helping him open the heart to do that, you've got to open all of the chakras between the genitals and at least to the heart. And why that's so amazing, and so if you can help him move that energy through all those places, is one of the main reasons men have difficulty controlling their ejaculation is because the chakras are totally shut down. The energy doesn't move anywhere. It all stays stuck in those first and second chakras until it explodes out into an ejaculation. So if you can help him move that energy and get it up and move it through the heart and potentially all the way up through all seven and maybe even into the 12 range, who knows, but... Um, it can really have a profound impact, not only on his experience, but also uh, his ability to really last and perform and take you where you want to go. Very good. Very good information there, Kevin. Last but not least, take him on waves, getting him close and backing down, not going over his edge. The biggest mistake is to be focused on that destination, having to go there or making him come. In essential massage, it's just about lingering into these heighter states of pleasures without having to go anywhere and teaching him to be okay to be on these waves. And same for you. As a matter of fact, one of the practices we teach our clients is to, to end with him still throbbing hard, like without having the ejaculation every single time. And again, this is way... We are at the end of today's show. We're not going to dive into that. We'll probably do another show on that at some point. And we've talked about separating ejaculation and orgasms in other shows. So we can go back to that. Um, but the idea here is really all about going beyond just the physical reflexes, bypassing the addiction to the ejaculation and starting to lengthen how much more pleasure you can have and withstand in your body. Yeah. And this one... Just real quick, this one is, 
you know, on the list for the men, but not for the women, because the women will naturally go through those, uh, oh, I'm getting close, ah, oh, it kind of slipped away from me. You don't have to do that for her. <laughs> you just, you just t- take her on a constant journey. She'll naturally go through the waves of up and downs and close to orgasming and then far away and then close again, and that, that'll just happen. But for men, they basically, it's more of a linear, like, oh, I'm getting closer, 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 closer. Ah, so it's really great if you can kind of take them on that same roller coaster because it'll build, 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 build higher and higher and higher, and they'll get to experience more pleasure before they blast off. Well, Kevin, what do you say? Shall we go keep our hands busy? <laughs> yes, we should. All right, everybody, that's all the time we have for this episode, and we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing.